Hello and welcome to another episode of Journey to the Rise. I'm your host, Lucretia. In today's episode, we talk with boudoir photographer Stephanie Nevins. Stephanie started her photography journey taking pictures of dogs at her local dog club. She found a mentor who encouraged her to continue with her skill and to pursue photography. Photographers typically start out taking photos of everything until they realize what resonates them. For Stephanie, it was boudoir. Boudoir photography is empowering and helps women find a level of confidence that cannot be explained until you experience your own personal session. Stephanie has worked incredibly hard to build her business. Starting out, she was using her home as a studio and recently, as she shares in this conversation, moved into her own professional studio space. She is quite modest about her journey, but that is why I want to talk with her. She has done so much to empower women, and through this process, she has been empowering herself. Please welcome Stephanie Nevins. Today we are talking with this amazing and very talented boudoir photographer. She is based in Tennessee and she comes across as very quiet, but when you get to know her, she is super sweet and incredibly feisty. And I'm so excited to have her here today. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, happy to so do well. this. <laughs> now we get to put you in front of the camera for once. I know. <laughs> so I want to just kick off from the very beginning. Where did you grow up? I grew up here in Nashville, but right outside of it, I went to school in Mount Juliet. So Wilson County, it's like right on the line of Davidson. So it's like 20 minutes from the airport. Oh, wow. Very convenient. And now I still live in Wilson County. So I'm still, still in Wilson County. I'm just like towards the end of Wilson County now. But. Yeah, it's crazy how it's growing out there. So being on the yes. cusp of out there, you're like Nashville, but it's it's pretty much country out there where you're located. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Now, now Watertown, like where I'm at, the first you have to come to get here, it's still all country. Like I still have to drive 20 minutes to go to Walmart, Kroger, all that stuff. Uh, I kind of like it though. Just being out away from everything. Yeah. Um, but now Mount Juliet, like that place looks completely different than when I went to school. Wow. Have you been out? Are you familiar with Providence area? Yeah, it's changed in just a short time. I've been in Nashville. It's crazy how the development is. Yeah, like when I went to school. Yeah, it's grown so much. When I went to school, like Providence was just a big field. There was nothing over there. Wow. And now it's. And now it's just a, turning into a city. Yeah, absolutely. So were you close with your family? Like, what was your family dynamic like growing up? Yeah, we were all close. Uh, like, my mom, where my grandmother lived, where I ended up moving to my high school years. And, like, every single weekend I was over at my grandmother's house. But, like, her, it was her house. I had my great-grandmother's house. And then... My grandmother's sister on the other side of her like everybody lived near each other we all got together for all the holidays it was just like a big huge family reunion all the time oh so, my gosh that had been so now much that I've got older, people started passing away now we've kind of like split off but yeah 
That had to be so much fun, though, growing up like that. It was, because all the cousins, we'd all get together, and then whenever it was snow, we'd all go outside and play and sled down the hills. (laughs) Nice. Very wholesome upbringing. I love that. So what kind of, did you have any, like, interest in high school of hobbies or certain classes that you enjoyed more than others? No, school, I just really wanted to get out of it. I hated school. There's nothing that I liked about school. Yeah. um, For the hobbies, my grandparents got me into karate. Oh, wow. So I did that, and I got my black belt. But once I finished, got my black belt, then I just stopped. I wish I hadn't. (laughs) You can always go back. (laughs) That was when I got uh huh. I had got my dogs later on in life, German Shepherds, three of them, and it was training them. And then that was my next hobby. But yeah, didn't you join a dog club? Didn't, weren't you active with the dog club for a while? Mm hmm. Yeah. And that's how actually my photography got started. When I went and got my camera, because we didn't have anybody there taking pictures of all the stuff we were doing. And so I picked it up and started taking pictures of all that. And it just kind of grew from there. That is so fun. So were you just out there taking like pictures of like people posing with their dogs? Were they being like active with the club activity? What kind of club was it? So it was a Schutzen, also now known as IPO. What we did was it was obedience, tracking, and protection. So I would get pictures of people like walking down the field with them and doing all their obedience routines. And when they were doing their protection work, like when they were jumping on and grabbing a hold of someone's arm for the protection part or doing like a bark and hold, like I was capturing all the action shots and stuff. And when they were jumping over things. So that had to be pretty fun. Yeah. I miss it. I wish I had time for it. Yeah. And so you're, you're taking pictures of dogs. And so where did your photography go from there? How did you get started with boudoir? So boudoir, like I had started doing pictures of just people, mainly like my friends would ask me to take pictures of their children and some family pictures, but I was never really crazy about it because I'm not, I don't have children of my own, so I'm not a kid person really. Um, but my friend came to me at the end of 2018 and asked me to do her boudoir shoot for her. It was the first one. I never thought I'd be going down that road, but I did. And I absolutely loved it. And 2019, I was starting my own business. That's amazing. What was it about boudoir that, that grabbed your attention and, and made you want to pursue it? I think the beauty of it and then just seeing the her eyes light up when she got to see herself when she saw the pictures and the reaction and knowing that I was able to help someone like get to see themselves in that light. Like it just really spoke to me and I loved it. So you got to see like an empowerment and a confidence come over them just from you taking Mm -hmm. these photos. Yeah. Wow. Because I did not see that when I was doing the family. 
for when they're stressed out and trying to get everybody together and they're just completely different things than who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So, so this is 2018 and you start your business 2019. What was that process like for you when you first got started? Well, I have to really thank you for getting started because I don't know if I would have even ended up where I am today had you not pushed me to do that model call. I think that was like in January mm -hmm. of 2019. And then from there, it just kept building. Got my website up and got my group going and then just kind of taken off. Yeah, you've put in a lot of no, hard work. Had it not been for you pushing me in that model call, I probably would have procrastinated like I do everything else and you wouldn't like it. Aww. I appreciate that. Thank you so, so thank much. You. Absolutely. I saw your potential. You had an amazing potential and you're truly, you're willing to work for it. I could see what you were doing with your dog photography and how hard you were working with that. And I saw that you had a talent. So you mentioned, um, as you, you're helping your clients with confidence and empowerment, like, do you feel that energizes you when you're working with these clients? Like, how do you feel you're helping your clients? Cause boudoir is, is tricky. You're having someone in lingerie, you're having someone be incredibly vulnerable. And yet I, I think from what I've heard from other boudoir photographers, they, they really like how they're helping women. How do you feel you're helping your clients? I, being able, a lot of women that are coming in have never thought of themselves as beautiful or sexy. Like they just never really like felt that part of them. Um, and then a lot of them have been abused either mentally, physically, and so their self-esteem is low. Like they were always told how they were ugly and they would never amount to anything. And, so when they finally get to see themselves and the way I'm looking at them, like it just opens their eyes. A lot of tears. And like they're seeing something they never thought they would see. That's amazing. And you're such a trusting soul to be able to give them that safe space to be able to work through that. Because if you have a woman who has been abused, whether physically, mentally, or both, you know, there's a lot of trauma there and words are really harsh. And to hear you say that and hear how these women come to you, because your work is amazing. The women you photograph are stunning. I cannot imagine any single one of them walking up to you and saying, you know, someone told me I was ugly. I don't feel pretty because you really pull that out of them. <laughs> And that's so many of the women I photograph, like they just don't see it. And so when they wow. finally, when I finally get them to see it and it's just, I love it. That's amazing. It. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have more from our guest, Stephanie, and how she empowers women with her skill as a photographer. 
The goal for any business is to grow and reach a new level. Get there faster by being an authority in your industry with a video docu-series. Using video, you can showcase you, your business, your staff, products and services, and your why. Building relationships is key, and a high-quality video can give existing and potential clients a way to get to know you. It also allows you to build a connection that results in increased sales. If you would like to know more about how you can enhance your business with video, contact GirlBossProductions.com today. Does your website have content that was created by your cousin Danny back in 2003? It sounds like it's time for a refresher. With Girl Boss Copywriter, we work with you to learn about you, your business, and we strive to create content that will help you build a community, relationships, with your existing and prospective clients. With web pages that convert clicks into sales, email sequences that engage your database, you deserve to grow and build your business so you can live the life you dreamed when you started your business. Working as a girl boss doesn't mean you have to live the hustle culture. It means you recognize when you need to delegate tasks so you can focus on what you do best and you let the others do the rest. Want to know more about how to have an engaging website and utilize your email list to convert sales and grow business? Go to girlbosscopywriter.com. Welcome back to Journey to the Rise. We continue our conversation with Stephanie and she talks about how she is overcoming her own insecurities and fears to be 100% for herself, her business, and her clients. Yeah, we need more of that. We need more female empowerment in our lives, especially for those who have gone through any kind of trauma. So I love that you're helping these women really identify the beauty that they carry. Like, that's fantastic. And you probably had no idea you were going to even be bringing that out of them when you started this. Mm -mm. No, I didn't. I didn't realize, like, how... Yeah. How much I was going to be by it, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you're healing internal wounds by showing them how beautiful they are on the outside. That's really powerful, Stephanie. That's really powerful with what you do. That's amazing. So I'm going to pop over to your website. Oh, go ahead. No, please go ahead. Um, I was going to say, I know one of the my winners from that annual giveaway last year. They had won like a credit or something and she was the sweetest lady. I love working with her. And when she was filling out her application, I know she had put on there that she's never liked any single picture of her ever. So I went into this shoot, like when I put that on there, I'm always nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I let them down. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's a lot of pressure on me because I don't want to screw it up. But she could not believe it. She ended up buying more. She ended up hanging up 11 by 14 wall prints on her wall. Like, and she did not think she was going to sit like a single picture. Ended up having to narrow down from like 40 to 20. Oh my gosh. So, That's fantastic. She yeah, must have been so excited. That would have been yeah. super, super fun for you when you re- when you saw the recognition in herself, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, these are phenomenal." Yeah. 
I love that. So I'm going to pop over to your website because I was on your website and I liked and I want you to um, state a, a, read a statement that you have on there. I'm just going to have you respond to it. And you say, I myself have had to overcome a lot of fears and insecurities in order to create a growing and thriving business. Personally, I spent the majority of my life being someone that I didn't want to be seen or heard. Someone known as a quiet girl who sat in the back of the room. I can't begin to explain or fathom how many opportunities I missed out in life before I realized that this did not have to be my identity forever. When I first started on this journey, I had no idea that I was going to be helping myself in the process of helping so many women. Once I started my business, I realized that I had no choice but to start putting myself out there despite how paralyzed and terrified I sometimes felt. That's a very vulnerable statement. Yeah, it took me a lot to be able to write that too. I bet. Like I had to work with someone recently, like trying to get myself to be more vulnerable and open up more. So what's the process and journey has, what has that been like for you? Because you, you do, um, like when we first met, you are very quiet, but once someone gets to know you, you warm up really quickly. You're very personable. You're incredibly smart and funny and kind and fun to talk to. So what was that process like to go through those fears? I mean, you feeling paralyzed and terrified, like walk me through that, that journey with that you experienced. Um, yeah, like I was never, I never wanted attention on me. I still really don't, but I'm better at it. Like, especially like lives, like I would break out in sweats when I'd have to go live in my Facebook group and talk. And I would try to find a dozen excuses to be able to get out of it. I did not want to do it. So it's getting easier. I still need to be doing more lives, but, um, and even before shoots, like I remember when I first started, like. There were times when I was hoping the client would cancel because I didn't want to do it. Really? And then my husband was like, stop it. And then, but now it's just, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like I just, I would just get in my own head and just get very nervous and question well what if I forget what I'm doing or if it doesn't work out the way I want it to so. but yet your so husband was there supporting you and pushing you I love that yeah like he has helped so much like if I need something built he will build it he does everything wow so. that's really nice um, and then but I know like Last year, one of my goals was to be able to become more vulnerable and speaking from the heart more because people were just getting like little short like quotes and stuff like that in my group and I needed to be more me and personal and I needed to be able to open up in order for women to be able to open up in front of me. So I had been working on myself with a coach trying to bring this part out of me so sorry it's okay (laughs) wow so a lot of people think getting behind the camera is easy and clearly this is this was not the easy part of your journey for you no 
No, it's definitely, it was hard. And what kept you making... going with those feelings that you were going through and the negative self-taught? Like, what kept you going? The fact that I was still helping other women, I think. And being able to see their reaction and everything at the end of it. Wow. You know, and if once I help one woman, I could help another. So. That's awesome. That's amazing. So on your path, I don't think anyone can build a business without gaining some sort of knowledge and education. What kind of education have you pursued? Have you taken like online classes, workshops, conferences? Yes, I have done so much. I've definitely invested a lot of money into myself. Um, like I know I pay for my monthly subscription of Creative Live. It has like a lot of Sue Bryce's stuff on there uh, and a lot of other boudoir photographers. They've got their stuff on there. Um, so I've used that some. My biggest courses were with the High Rollers. That's Jen Bruno Smith and Humberto Garcia. He's more like marketing. But Jen Smith, uh, she's a boudoir photographer out of close to like Philadelphia, somewhere right there. Um, but they have a whole course that I ended up taking that taught me like the whole process of marketing and just running a business. So that helped tremendously. And then there's a couple other photographer or education groups like Elena Moir. Um, she's got a lot of creative education courses like with lighting and all sorts of different things. I've got so much stuff of hers. So when I'm like doing new sets down at my studio, a lot of it probably came from something that I got from her course or her membership that I'm part of. And then stripped down. I think that was the, that was definitely the one that got me to where I needed to become. Got me thinking about my vulnerability. And that got me focused on that last year. Uh, she's amazing. Denise Bird's song, The Art of Emotion. Uh, so I took that, I ended up taking that twice. I'll probably take it again because you'd learn, it's different every time. And I absolutely loved learning from her. Uh, but it was focusing on the emotion and photography and like being able to bring out all of these emotions when you're shooting. That way it's more art and not just let me put you in this pose. And so. That's awesome. Biggest. Yeah. I think that's something people miss out on is the importance of self-education. Like college isn't meant for everybody, but I think we all have an interest in learning and there's so many ways to gain that knowledge and you truly have found the way that you learn and found the subjects that you need to strengthen yourself. That's amazing. That's awesome. And your studio space started in your home. What was that like for you? Yes, this little room that I'm in right now was <laughs> what I used to shoot in. That and my bedroom back there. So, and it was only a full hundred square feet, maybe. Probably 400 total. And now I've got a 1,500 square foot studio right here on the square in Watertown. Different multiple sets in there, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, I bet. I don't know what, I don't know how I managed shooting in here 
Because you have movable, did you have movable walls? Is that how you would do your setups? Yeah, I did have movable walls. So that allowed you yes. some flexibility in the tiny space that you were working in. Yeah. Yeah, somehow it made it work. Like, I was able to hide everything behind those two movable walls, like a couch and all those props. Like, it was all hidden in one little corner over here. Yeah. You got creative with the, with the space that you had. That's awesome. You you saw your vision. You knew what you wanted to make happen and make your business into a reality. And you did what you had to do, including hiding a couch <laughs> against a wall. <laughs> so where did so your tiny space? Where did your husband go during your boudoir sessions? Was he like hiding in the bedroom? Was he hiding in a like? How did you say? Hey, no, I'm... we had a boat. You bought so him a boat. Fishing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good compromise. There are men out there like, hey, I want a yeah. boat. Yeah, so that's how we compromised on that. But now he's about to sell it, I think, because since I've gotten the studio, he's probably been on that boat five times. Like oh, he no. stays he plays his video games now, he doesn't leave. <laughs> so. so if you're in Tennessee, there may be a boat for sale soon. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fishing boat. Nice. And as you're saying, your your studio space has gone from the space in your living room and your house to was it fifteen hundred square feet? What what is that? What has that been like for you? What what does that feel like when you're able to expand into your own studio? Oh, I was so happy because the one thing that always drove me crazy in here was just the lighting like it would just change like especially during summer all I got were green cast in here and I hate green cast and like all of my like I just didn't get good light in the summer because the trees and everything so it just drove me crazy um, but up there there's so much light in every room and I got one room that's my dark and moody one room is my light and airy because I love them both. Like, I can never decide on which felt better to me. Like, I love them both the same. So I love being able to shoot both. And then I can just bring in different sets, change things up. I've got my client closet, which is like a little girl's dream with all the big gowns and the wings and heels and, like, everything's full. Wow. So. That's amazing. How did you find your space? Um... Actually, that was my husband again. He was on Facebook one night and it popped up under Marketplace. This lady was renting out the building down there. And I think when I went, I responded to her thing that night, applied for it. By the next day, she had 70 applicants. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, because she was renting it out as an apartment instead of a business, but I actually won it because I was going to be a business in there and she wouldn't have, because her uh, insurance company is right below it. And so she went with me because I wouldn't be up there like running around or have kids running around. And... Nice. And the That's price nice. I got for it was unbelievable. Like I was, I'd been looking around and I was expecting a $2,000 studio payment and it was 850 bucks. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. So, if, like, 
every I manifested the studio. Like if you just wait and hold on, it will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I told my husband, I was like, this is everything that I told him I wanted. Like I got it. Really? I, know, I got it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's outstanding. I, I wanted it close to the house. I wanted it. I wanted it under a thousand dollars, and I needed enough room for all these sets and everything. Like it's literally two minutes from my house. I love that so much. So, wow. So what was moving day like when you're packing up your stuff and you get to, cause that feeling for a photographer to have their own studio, to be able to have their business growing where they can afford it. And then you find not just any studio, but the dream studio. Like what was that day like for you? Ah, it was so exciting. I couldn't believe it. When I got all my stuff up there, it was so hard to believe that it. it was mine. So. Did you just walk around in the days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have Did to you have a... when it my timeline. It's like, oh, I'm so happy that day. <laughs> Did you have like a moving party? Did you have people helping you? Because that's a lot of stuff that you're transporting over. Yes, and I could barely move because I don't know if you've seen it, but it's got a bunch of steps that you have to go up to get into my studio. I never want a house with stairs after moving into that studio because <laughs> it is such a workout especially yeah. when you're trying to haul stuff up like I am all the time um, but no it was me my mom and her husband my stepdad they came and pretty much moved everything over because Michael had just had knee surgery oh like no your husband had knee surgery mm-hmm. oh, so no. he couldn't even help me do anything And then they my said, dad, wave for you from the couch, like, bye. He hated it, not being able to help us, but we got it all up there. Wow. And then That's my dad came and, like, he built a, put wall panels on the back wall for me or in the back room so I could have darker walls because she didn't really, the landlord really didn't want dark paint on the walls. So we just hung up some wall panels because I wanted dark walls in there. Yeah. So he helped me get all that stuff ready. That's awesome. And from when you moved in and got yourself situated, how what, what was the timeline before you started um, having sessions in there? Let's see, I only had two weeks. Oh wow. Yeah, and I still had to paint. Like, I ended up taking a week off of my regular job at the time, and I had to paint whole place get everything moved in because i had a session two weeks later (laughs) so there was no time to rest from unload set up the the things paint that's awesome that must have been really stressful but how exciting and what was the client's reaction when they walked into your studio space do you remember they loved it That had to have felt so good. Yeah. So from when you... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, because when they originally made the appointment, like, I was still in my house. Like, I had no idea any of this was going to happen. So they got a completely new look in there. Wow. That's awesome. 
So when you started your business and you're doing sessions in your house to when you got your studio, what was that timeline? Like how quickly did that happen? When did I move into the studio? Started my business in January 2019, moved into the studio August 1st of 2021. Wow. So what? You've been hustling. <laughs> That's really a fast turnaround to go from in-home studio space to needing your own studio. That's um, that's amazing. Like, bravo to you for all that hard work. I love it. So what's the biggest thing that you've learned from this process? Uh, keep going. Don't give up. Running a business is hard, but you just got to keep pushing. And yeah. Stay focused. Like, there's going to be slow times. You just got to figure out a way to get through it. I love that. Absolutely Positive. love that. So you're always adding to your set and your costumes. Like, what has evolved with your... You talked about your costume costume and your, your clothes and you have shoes and wings and how has that evolved like how what did you start with and what have you added along the way for your clients to have options so I started with just a couple little pieces of lingerie and now I have got drawers full like I am overflowing with lingerie now like they won't even fit on my drawers or on my racks like I've got shoes in every size. I've got angel wings in multiple colors and little gowns for the maternity shoots. Um, there's just so much down there. <laughs> oh, there's thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Yeah. But how fun is it for your clients to like open the doors and go into basically dress up? Like it is dress up. They love it. That's amazing. Especially when everybody's eyes light up when they see the wings. Gowns now, are my favorite you, part. Right? <laughs> now, did you make a set of angel wings? Yeah, I have made all the wings down there, actually. You made them all yourself. Yeah. Wow. What was that? What's it like to build the, the wings? Because that can't be, they're huge. They can't, that can't be easy. No, um, I did find a, I can't remember the site. If you need to link it, I can find it. Um, but there was a, I Googled it and I came across this other photographer that had made hers and I just followed along and ended up making mine. Like I need to go back and remake my first set because now like look at them, they're kind of uneven and they're longer than what I would want them to be. But it was my first set. Like now I know how what I want out of them so and the first set took forever it was probably 10 hours or longer doing this oh my gosh and everything wow ridiculous <laughs> but they look so cool but now once you get the first ones done it doesn't take as long after that nice excellent <laughs> And you're always adding to your sets. Like, what kind of sets? You talked about having a dark room. Like, what can, like, when people come have sessions with you, 
what can they expect from the different sets that you have in your beautiful studio? So I have got definitely the dark and moody room. I've got the 12 foot tub in there that I absolutely love. I wish I had that in my house. And then I've just got like the darker walls with it. Um, more greenery. I need to add, I'm thinking about adding some more stuff to it to make it more like a boho. I want more green in there. Um, and then I've got the white room. I ended up buying, I could not find the white, just a solid white floor. That's all I wanted for that room. And I could not find anything at any of the stores. So I ended up going online and getting the stuff that you put down for dance floors when mm -hmm. someone's getting married and they build the dance floor. I ended up finding those long vinyl things, wraps. And so I just covered that room in it. So I got my reflective white floor in there. Wow. And everything was white. And then I've got my other room. It's just got a gray couch, the chair, like a whole mesh set in there. It's kind of more darker. And then I've added a stripper pole to it. And I've got, we've got the bondage set in there. We've got the first shower. I took a plexiglass and I can make it look like windows or make it look like a shower. Just using lights and reflecting on, on there. So. Have fun. Yeah. Lots of fun things to play with as a photographer. That's so exciting. I love that. So many options. Like you're really utilizing, it sounds like you're really utilizing your space very well. Mm -hmm. that's exciting that's amazing now you recently did what looked like a really fun session where you that consisted of covering a woman like was it paint like, it looked like you were just throwing a bunch of she was laying on the floor and like what was that session yes. all about and how did you come up with that idea I had seen another something similar to it and I was like well I wonder what I can do and so I just really wanted to try it. And then her boyfriend is actually an artist, so she was all down for it. And I told her, I was like, well, you should just try your boyfriend with me and let him do all this. He's probably much better than me. But uh, so, yeah, I just went and got some paint and we covered her in it and then threw it on the backdrop. I just used one of my white paper backdrops, seamless backgrounds, and used the light up above her to light it. Awesome. It was messy, very messy. Yeah, it looked messy. But how much did she love it? Like, what did she think of the results? She yeah, she absolutely loved it. And I was very happy with the results, the way it came out. That's amazing. And if I could come up with, like, I think it would be a great idea. Because I usually try to do different events with uh, people in the group and stuff. Like, I don't know if you've seen where we do the paint nights with Leah Borse. Borse. I always want to say her last name wrong for some reason. Are you familiar with her in Nashville Girls I'm Group? I'm not, no. You'll have to check her out on Instagram. She's an amazing artist. And so we do paint nights with her. And I just, I just try to do different things in the studio. And I was thinking this would be something fun. But if I've got to come up with a better way for everybody to be able to get this paint off of them instead of it all going down my shower and nobody's <laughs> going to have time to get in the shower with warm water if I do it. So 
because I was thinking that would be a good idea, but I don't know how to pull it off. Right. Or it, it could just be a badge of honor and you leave covered in paint, kind of like a color run when they throw that powdered yeah, stuff at you. If I tell them to bring clothes that they don't care if it gets ruined, that way it doesn't get on their car. But <laughs> I think they can off when I get home. <laughs> oh, and then I forgot about our rain room set. That's always another fun one that I do in the Ooh. summertime. Yeah, tell me about your rain room. So that one, I ended up getting one of those canopy things from Lowe's last year. Which is this year, when I do it, I'm going to try to build something even more permanent. Because this one did not stay as permanent as what I thought it was going to once the wind came through on one of our strong storms. But I had gotten wall panels, like those really thick styrofoam panels, and cut holes in them, put lights in it and put that for my background. And then my husband came and put uh, a tubing from like pond that people would use in their pond for the waterfall or whatever. But he did that all the way around the top of it. And that was what I was using to come down on the girls. So, and then wow. we just covered the sides of it in the black tarp and then on the bottom It was fun. It looked fun. Is that outside of your studio? Or where is that? Where where do you put that? That's over at my mom's house. Okay. Yeah. It's all awesome. over there. Yeah. So you go on location for the rain shoot. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very cool. I wish I had something over here, but I don't. So hopefully she doesn't care if I use her place. That's nice. And she has a space where you can set up a little rain room in her yard. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, they always look amazing. I, I wondered how you would set up your... I thought maybe you had like a bathroom or something, the way that you're able to get the lighting in there. But you're outdoors. Mm -hmm. Nice. Very cool. And then do you ever have couples like approach you and say, Hey, I want to do like a, a couple session and. Yes. Um, I actually just started doing couples. I did my first one in November. November. And for the longest time I kept referring them to another photographer here locally. And I finally said, decided just to do it. And I absolutely loved it. It was so much Aww. fun. That's awesome. So now I am shooting couples. I've got another couple shoot next month. So that's amazing. That's fantastic. And what of the what have they said? Like the couple that you've you photographed. Like what do they think of the results of your work? She couldn't believe it. Whenever she saw those pictures, she was so in love with them. Oh, that's amazing. What a great that feeling sad. that must have been. Yeah. I, I love that. So uh, what's next for you as an entrepreneur in your business? Um, so my goals now are just to keep growing, staying busy. And like my ultimate goal would be to have another location and bring in maybe associate photographers and help run 
like I would like to have, definitely have a location down towards the beach somewhere. Yeah. So I just want to keep growing, keep doing what I'm doing. Manifested. <laughs> so, yeah, That's incredible. I love that so much. You have come so far. It's been really fun, like watching you evolve over such a really short amount of time. So if someone wants to reach out to you, if they yeah. want to check out your work, like where can they find you? Like what's your website? What's your socials? So you can find me on Instagram. It's Steph Boudoir by Stephanie Nivens. And in between each word is the underscore. Uh, and Facebook, Boudoir by Stephanie Nivens. My website is Boudoir by Stephanie Nivens.com. Excellent. Yeah, go check her stuff out. It's amazing. And then go book a session with her and go go play in her costumes. Yes, I've got tons of stuff in there. That's She's awesome. All different things. Lingerie, big gowns, bondage set. A little bit of everything for everybody. Good. That's awesome. I think it helps to have a variety. It does help to have a variety, absolutely. Yeah. That's fun. Because then you can appeal to a little bit of this to that person, a little bit to that person. And and hopefully it makes them want to come back to do another session with the wings or uh, costumes that they didn't get to be able to wear the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got one client. She's already booked with me multiple times like because of the different sets I bring in. And, yeah, clients end up turning into repeat clients because they want yeah. Once they get the first one out of the way and they realize it's not as bad as what they think, like then they're just ready to book another one. Yeah, it's less scary. It's a safe space. You get to have so much fun. You feel empowered. It's basically a form of self-care because you're, you're putting yourself first. You're letting yourself feel strong and beautiful, which every woman should. And you're giving them that opportunity. So I love to hear that. They're like, yes, I definitely want I want to do another session. That's amazing. And now with the couples, hopefully that will also bring back clients who want to bring in their partner. Yeah. Amazing. Well, you're yeah, super amazing. Of... I know you're crazy busy. Well, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, cause a lot of the people that were asking me about the couple shoots were people that I'd already shot. Nice. And then they were wanting to do the couple session after that. And then I was having to send them away to someone else. I was like, this is just crazy. Like I need to just start doing this. Yeah. I'm so glad you did. And now your calendar is going to be booked up even more. How far up are you booked? Is it like several weeks, a couple months? A couple months. That's awesome. Yeah. So about two, anywhere usually around from two to three months. We booked out. Nice. That's exciting. I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Right now I've already had for the summer so awesome yeah i love it well that's amazing and with you being that booked up i know you're super busy so i won't keep you much longer but thank you so much for taking time to just share like where you began and where you are now and i know that other people who have been like do i want a boudoir boudoir photo session or maybe they're thinking about becoming a boudoir photographer themselves they can see that you don't have to be a super extroverted in your face kind of person 
to be successful in this in this industry no you can make it work to your personality you just because i'm not an extrovert at all i'm not an outgoing person and cheerleader like i but i make it work for me so yeah and and in a very incredible way with the way that you have brought success to yourself You should be really proud of yourself. This is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it so very, very much. Thank you again for inviting me. Yeah. I'm so happy to be a part of this. That's it with Stephanie Nevins. Next week, we talk with travel photographer Eric Prince. Like, I'll go through and I'll say I only have, like, six things to talk about, six 15-minute videos, and then what else do I do? I, because I just don't create content just for the sake of creating content, um, entertain and educate, everything. Um, but I do feel now that there's a, a wide range of subjects I can talk about within the travel space, and not only within the travel space, but specifically uh, for young men. I think there is a lack of information, context, stories, perspectives, and narratives surrounding young men. Hey, thanks for listening to Journey to the Rise. Please do follow us on your podcast app so you have the latest episode downloaded. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our account is at Journey to the Rise Podcast. This episode is researched, produced, and edited by Girl Boss Productions. And please remember to be kind to you. Fill your cup up with love because when we are kind to ourselves, it makes it easier to be kind to others. I'm Lucretia, and you've been listening to Journey to the Rise.